Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Florida Podcast. This is your host, Brandon Holland. It is Monday, October 19th, 2020. Happy Monday, everybody. Hopefully, y'all had a spectacular weekend. I have to give a huge shout out to those Tampa Bay Rays. Gave us a little bit of a scare Friday night. Dropped game six, but came back Saturday night. Late start for us here on the East Coast. Game didn't start until 1030 or 1045, but... They were able to get it done in Game 7 against Houston. They are moving on to the World Series where they will face the Los Angeles Dodgers who won their Game 7 against the Braves last night. Game 1 tomorrow, 8 o'clock p.m. I'm looking forward to it. Cannot wait. So once again, big, big shout out. Big congratulations to the Rays to get back to the World Series. And hopefully they'll be able to get four games over the Dodgers and bring that championship to Tampa to go along with the Stanley Cup championship that the Lightning were able to secure not too long ago. So it's Florida Market Monday, so let's go ahead and get into the content for the day, have some good information for you. So what we're going to do is going to start off with the latest DEO press release, and then I'll go ahead and jump to the federal talking points when it comes to the negotiations for an additional stimulus package, and then I will give my personal feelings on all this, and we will call it a day. So, all right, so floridajobs.org is where I am in terms of the latest press release. So this is as of October 16th, this was released. So I'm just going to give the information. This is a great website for you to go on and get information. I'm going to talk a little bit about the employ- unemployment numbers and the other things they have listed. So start off with, they say, today the Florida Department of Economic Opportunity, DEO, issued re-employment, re-employment assistant updates on the reemployment assistance, RA, claims. So it says as of October 15th, the DEO has paid 2 million, it's a little bit over 2 million claimants, and it's a total of $17.4 billion. As more than 4 million unique claims have been processed, representing 99.1% of unique claims submitted. So they also give updates on this website. I will give you those. Updates are, I'm going to start with the additional weeks of reemployment assistance. So what they have listed on the website, it says each year the maximum number of weeks available to reemployment assistance claims claimants is calculated based on the average unemployment rate for the most recent third calendar year quarter. So it says the maximum duration of benefits is 12 weeks if this state-wide average unemployment rate is at or below 5%. In addition, an additional week is added to the maximum duration for each 0.5 percentage point increment in the statewide average unemployment rate above 5%. Goes on to say the maximum number of weeks available to claimants filing for reemployment assistance after January 1st, 2021 is calculated based on the three-month average statewide unemployment rate for the months of July, August, and September of 2020. So does preliminary average 2020 third quarter statewide unemployment rate is at 8.7%. So it says based on this, the expected maximum number of benefit 
weeks for claimants filing for re-employment assistance after January 1st, 2021 will be 19 weeks. To scroll down, then it gets to the pandemic emergency unemployment compensation. So that's the big, 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 you know, talking point or, you know, section here because now we're talking about getting into COVID. Obviously, with unemployment around 9% still, things are much, much different. Again, obviously, it's due to COVID. So what they're saying is Federal Pandemic Emergency Unemployment Compensation, PEUC program, offered through the Federal CARES Act. That was the um, stimulus package, the largest stimulus package that included the $1,200 checks for us, CARES Act, and administered by DEL provides up to 13 weeks of benefits to claimants who exhausted their reemployment assistance benefits. It says Floridians will need to apply for PEUC benefits once the balance of their current claim is exhausted. It also says Floridians who have already exhausted their benefits or have reemployment assistant claims that expired after July 1st, 2019, will also be able to reapply. So after that, it just gets into the pandemic unemployment assistance. And again, talks about the federal pandemic unemployment assistance program provides unemployment benefits to those that may not otherwise be eligible under Florida's state reemployment assistance program. So the only other thing it talks about has the additional updates, which gives some time and some different dates. It says the governor, it says the governor, Ron DeSantis, has directed DEO to continue waiving the work search and work registration requirements for claimants. Also says that reemployment assistant customer service numbers can be reached, said they have live people there to talk. So if you need to get in contact, all of the contact information is on this website. And then it also gives how to apply for reemployment assistance. So again, it's a phenomenal website. I love the fact that they do the updated DEO press releases. Again, that's floridajobs.org. And to put it kind of into perspective as well, when the CARES Act came out, the state of Florida with the first round of funding received $8.3 billion in funding from, again, the CARES Act. 55% of that allocated to state governments and then $4.5 billion of that, or sorry, 4.5 billion is 55%. The other 45% was eligible for local governments. So wait, let me go back and look at this again. Okay, let me take that back. Yep, 8.3 billion, 55% to state government and 45% to local governments. Got it. Man, just got to make sure that I give you all the correct information. My notes were a little weird on that one. So, you know, that is how we are looking in the state of Florida. Remember when we talk about the CARES Act, that was just one of a couple or few different packages that were passed. A lot of people don't know that. People just think that there was the CARES Act. But before that, we had the Coronavirus Preparedness and Response Supplemental Appropriations Act. And then we also had the Families First Coronavirus Response Act. So now we are trying to get this last stimulus or another. Who knows if there could be another stimulus package after this. But we are trying to get this figured out now. So an update on the federal stimulus package. You know, 
Trump is basically telling Steve Mnuchin to spend more money right now. The Democrats are at $2.2 trillion that they want to spend. The Republicans are at $1.88 trillion. Again, Trump is telling Steve Mnuchin, who is the Secretary of the Treasury, to go big. That's what he that's his quote. And the issue on from the Senate Republicans is Mitch McConnell says that he doesn't want to go over one point eight eight trillion, which is utterly ridiculous. Put, to put it in context for you, the CARES Act for the twelve hundred dollars that each American received was a total cost of $293 billion. That was the total cost to give $1,200 checks to American citizens. Our 2019 military budget, and don't get me wrong, I'm as pro-military as they come, but our 2019 military budget, it's not even our budget, what we spent was $718 billion. So when I hear Mitch McConnell say things like, where's the, where's the money gonna come from? I wanna hear that, man. You have plenty of money when you need it for the things that you need it for. So don't tell me about or don't tell the American people. Don't insult our intelligence by asking and saying you don't know where the money's going to come from. We're taxpaying citizens. The money comes from us. You don't do anything in government to generate any revenue. Okay? This isn't that difficult. Where's the money going to come from? It's going to come for us. All right? It's our money anyway. So you have the difference in what the two parties want to spend. Nancy Pelosi and Steve Mnuchin met last Thursday and had a negotiation for a little over an hour and a half or so. Pelosi also wrote a letter to her fellow Democrats to kind of reassure them that a package help is on the way. I think it's absolute nonsense what she's saying in that letter. The only reason that she wrote that letter is because she's receiving so much flack. And that came from the Wolf Blitzer interview on CNN. I talked about that last Thursday in, throwback, in my Throwback Thursday content. So if you want to listen to what I had to say about that on that day, feel free to go on back. But that is a situation where America really saw that Nancy Pelosi was in a situation being pressed by... Wolf Blitzer, again, Wolf Blitzer of all people, be impressed by him. And she just came off as just condescending and arrogant. And the idea that she is talking about, we feed them. Who the hell is we? Why the hell are you calling the American people them? Just a, another clear sign of what she thinks about people and just how detached from reality she is. I mean, She's in San Francisco. She's running a race in San Francisco. Go look at what San Francisco has become. It's just, it's ridiculous. Anyway, I digress. Back to the stimulus negotiations. So Mitch McConnell is in favor of a $500 billion standalone bill. And I talked about this last Monday. The standalone bill would be money for, you know, small businesses, PPP funds, basically, be able to give each American another $1,200 stimulus check, $500 on top of that for every dependent, and would also provide money to the airline industry as they are continuing or they're going to lay off if they haven't started already. I didn't triple check on that, laying off people 
or, and also furloughing people. So those are the main three issues that could be taken care of right now with a standalone bill. But Nancy Pelosi will not sign a standalone bill. She said that she wants it all to be in one ginormous bill. I talked about the fact that it's about the state's. That's one of the major issues that they're having is how much money in the next package will go to state and local governments. On top of that, corporate tax credits, funding for the post office, liability protection insurance, and tax credits for individuals, and funding for the census. So there's a bunch of different things that they are trying to hash out. But I don't understand, once again, why... They can't just cut Americans a check and give PPP funds for small businesses and help people in the airline industry that are about to lose their jobs or get furloughed and who knows. So we will see. It's just one of those situations where it's a lot of political games being played. I wish that, you know, I wish that I could be more optimistic about this getting done before the election. But I don't think it's going to get done before the election. And I'm going to do another video on an article that I read yesterday. Nancy Pelosi came out and talked and gave basically a deadline. And that deadline is tomorrow to get a stimulus package done. Or she was basically saying if we don't get it done by tomorrow, we if they don't get it done by tomorrow, then it's there's no way it's going to get done before the election. So, you know, playing politics with all of our money, all of our lives, and it stinks. But again, we have the power to vote these people out of office. I think that's the one thing that we could take solace in is that a lot of people are revealing who they really are at their core. We've seen how our leadership has operated at the state level, at the local level, And so that is the opportunity that lies in front of us. That is the positive side to all this is that now if you have seen your system, your county, local government break down, you now know how important it is, how they can make decisions in real time that affect your life the day of the next day. So you ever had an inkling to get involved because you want to make positive change now, definitely the time to do it. Come on my platform. We'll interview. I'll interview you. It'll be good stuff. So, again, just trying to stay positive in these these crazy, crazy tough times. So, just do something nice for your neighbor, and again, try to stay upbeat. So, that is all that I have for today. I will be back with the bonus podcast in a little while, and then after that, tomorrow will be Tough Talk Tuesday, where we will talk about the updated COVID numbers for the state of Florida, and we'll also get into some of the ballot measures that will be on the Florida docket for November 3rd. So I look forward to giving you all of the information. Until next time, this is the Florida Podcast, signing off.